You know, part of the problem right now is that everybody is a public health expert. No, really, I mean, take a, take a look around. Uh, just listen to what, what people are saying. and uh, uh, Facebook is really bad about it. Um, everybody I know has... Everybody, I mean, everybody that I've run across is suddenly um, an expert on pandemics and viruses, and um, they're experts at analyzing um, international research. Most people that you talk to right now can probably tell you, um, well, at least give you their uh, opinion on what the mortality rate is of COVID-19. I mean, it's, it's just, it's become a misinformation about um, this whole thing has been cut, become a pandemic uh, itself. Um, you know, I think it's partly because this is going on partly because um, the Trump administration has been extremely effective at muddying the waters. We don't have any real clear um, information uh, coming at us about or sources for that information. I mean, Trump has undermined the who he, you know, his message has undermined the CDC, FDA, you name it. I mean, they've done <clears throat> everything in their power to demonize um, the scientist. And that's and and that's just you know that's a, a whole other narrative um, that's been um, you know has a long history with the conservative party in the United States. I mean, it goes way back. I think partly because probably because um, you know science, a lot of science um, contradicts. Um, people's religious views, or at least they feel it does. You know, the earth's not as old as the scientists say it is. That sort of stuff. And so there's been um, a real push by the conservative um, party, the machine, to undermine science just in general. And you know, I mean, anytime you're trying to think about it, anytime you're trying to, uh, put, you're trying to, to bring creationism into the public education system. Um, I mean, this says a lot, right? And we could have a whole episode just on that. But no, I mean, that's partly what's to blame here and why I think so many people are um, quick to pull the trigger on whatever article, whatever little bit of information, whatever meme, whatever it is they come across, why they're so quick to pull the trigger on social media, especially Facebook. It's, uh, it's frightening. Everybody is suddenly a public health expert. Everybody is suddenly um, an epidemiologist. And the reason this is all happening is because um, you know, the Republican Party has decided to 
politicize this whole, whole thing. That's, that's where this is. I mean, that's why there is um, this, this spread of, of misinformation. They've, they've, they've you know, flipped the switch, you know, like we talked so much about before. Um, they have to. They have to try to. Um, they have to try to control the narrative here. I mean, yeah, you, you know, just think about this. this is, it all makes sense. Uh, you know, the, the, these people, these scientists who were who were part of the task force, were brought out, were were asked to be a part of the task force by the president. Uh, you know, the administration. These are the people they included, Trump and Pence included, in the task force. But because uh, you know, Fauci um, provides his best analysis of the situation and it counters what the conservative machine recognizes as the, it's the, you know, the biggest threat to the whole system, They've got to be taken down. And so, I mean, how do you do that? I mean, how do you, how do you take the experts down? Well, you, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not that difficult. You, make them, you, you try your best. You try your best to make them, make the experts, Fauci in this case, look as though he has an agenda, a political agenda. You... Uh, try to, uh, you know, you try to, you question his credibility as a scientist, as someone capable of uh, providing us with information that is correct. And um, that's what's going on. That's what's happening. And it's just tr trickled down, trickled down right to Main Street. All the minions are... They've got the message. They're in place. And, you, you, I mean, you can see it on Main Street, you know, Facebook. The memes, the comments that make absolutely no sense. I mean, uh, everybody, everybody has to be an expert. Uh, you know, and, and the big, you know, another thing to this whole Another part to this whole puzzle is that what's what's really really uh, interesting is that um, these the, the minions the, the the conservative minions uh, who are out there uh, the people who are doing the administration's bidding um, you right down to the the folks on Main Street folks like you and me uh, on their Facebook the ones who are just uh, mindlessly buying into this whole um, machine. What what they do um, is is try to find a way to validate everything Trump does or says. If Trump says hydroxychloroquine is an effective treatment for, or maybe an effective treatment for COVID-19, 
when all the research says, hey, we don't know this, this isn't um, a truth, there are no scientific facts to back up that claim, um, all Trump has to do is say it, if he, if he says it. The next thing you know, you see <laughs> your feed, a Facebook feed, and the media, the talking heads, the machine echoing the president's claim, regardless of whether or not it's, it's fact. They will cherry-pick anything they can find to support Misleading claims by Donald Trump, regardless of what the scientists say. I mean, come on, you know, just open your eyes. You can see this happening around you. It's happening every day. And it's with, it's with just about everything. Um, you know, uh, it's as if... Donald J. Trump is uh, the most exalted figure in the universe for these people. They are, his minions um, they, they're absolutely bamboozled by this guy. I mean, it's, it's it's a really interesting thing to watch. And uh, it's, it's more potent now uh, than it was three or four years ago when he um, took office. These people will bow at his feet because they think he's a god. So, you know, if he says he's taking uh, hydroxychloroquine and that's a p possible um, treatment for COVID-19, then the stuff's going to fly off the shelves. I mean, that's just the way it is. It, it is. It has. That's why it started to create a shortage. Um, I don't know what the data say on that now as far as the supply of hydroxychloroquine goes, but we do know that... Uh, the minute Trump says this is a potential treatment, people are listening. They're listening to this stuff. I mean, that's, there's no doubt about it. Unfortunately, it's not what the, uh, the, the, the smart people in the room are saying. Unfortunately, um, you know, nobody else is telling us that we need to inject sunshine into our damn veins. Uh, the scientists aren't saying anything about, you know, swallowing uh, Clorox tablets. These guys take this stuff seriously. They have to. It's what they've done all their entire lives. But not this administration and not the conservative machine. They're more interested in their own agenda because that's what uh, they need. That's what matters to them. There's, there's a cost-benefit uh, analysis that's been done by 
this administration and by the conservative machine. And they recognize that some people are going to have to die. And they're willing to accept that figure. They're willing to accept the number of people, that number. Just so long as they can continue uh, the capitalist uh, machine pushing forward. You see, this is not, this has nothing to do with whether or not our country can sustain this particular crisis. Although I would have to say that, um, uh, I will, I, I will, I will fully admit that something like this pandemic, uh, has the potential to do what nothing, no one else could potentially do. And that is to redefine our economic system, our social systems, and the way we operate in this country. And you know, that's scary for these guys. They're absolutely frightened by this, uh, this idea that um, there, are, there could be these, uh, these major consequences because of this pandemic, and that's why we've got to get people back on the horse and back out there working. They've done the cost analysis, they've done the benefit analysis, and they figured out, they, they've come to accept what that number is. Um, people are going to die. They're okay with that. What matters is that you get the machine going, is that you get the machine back up and running. Because if not, uh, then there could be some sort of potential revolution. And that people, do, these guys don't want that. It will upend everything they know. It will upend everything that they believe in. It will upend their, their system. And they can't accept that. So, yeah, I mean, that's the only possible explanation for why there's this per perpetuation of misinformation that just stems from, you know, starts from the top and has trickled down and has just every, um, just has average Joes um, posting uh, every little bit of, every tidbit of misinformation that they can possibly find. Stuff that just makes absolute no, absolutely no sense, or, or stuff that they have certainly uh, posted uh, in an uninformed manner. Uh, you know, everybody thinks they're a scientist now. Everybody thinks they're a researcher and that they're able to um, uh, read uh, research papers and make, come to some sort of informed conclusion about it. Well, I mean, I mean, there's probably, you know, there may be some people out there. But those people, the people who, who know, the people who understand research and understand how that all works, they're not the ones posting this sort of thing. Because they recognize that um, everything's still on the fence with this whole COVID-19 thing. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like uh, when uh, Fauci went before the Senate and... Uh, Rand Paul said that, told uh, Fauci that he was not the end all. You see, that's that's how they work. That's how, that's how the machine works. Do you, do you see? I mean, can you see that? Rand Paul says, "You're not the end all." Okay, and of course, Fauci comes back at him, truthfully. And says, Mr. Paul, I have 
never claim to be the end all. Uh, do, you, do you see that tactic? All Rand Paul has to do is say it. Doesn't mean it's true. If you, if you just stop and think about that for a second. But the insinuation is there. And now everybody who's following the machine, who's following Rand Paul, automatically assumes that Fauci has assumed himself that he is the end-all in the discussion about this pandemic and COVID-19. Fauci, Fauci stood his ground and they told him. I've never said that. He never said that. He never claimed to be the end-all. He was asked on the stage. He was asked to be a part of the task force by the administration. <laughs> I mean, think about that. If somebody invites you into the room because of your expertise in a situation, what are you going to do? Tell me like it is, Doc. If you go to the doctor and you ask the doctor, hey, give me your best advice, doctor, about my condition. Tell me like it is. That's interesting in and of itself. You know, uh, most other times we don't politicize what our doctors tell us. Sure, occasionally you're going to come across a quack, somebody who doesn't know what the heck they're doing, and you <laughs> You're going to bail, you're going to get out, and you're going to tell everybody you know that, that the guy's a nut job. Those things happen. But for the most part, you trust the system. You trust the idea that your doctor is knowledgeable, experienced enough, has the training, has the wisdom, uh, is smart enough, has the IQ and can guide you in, a, in, in the right way. And you trust that. Majority of the time, you trust the science behind everything the guy tells you. Take this blood pressure medication. You do it. It's like that with any, any science. You go in, you turn your microwave on, you just trust that it's going to work. You trust the science. You get it in your car, hook up to Bluetooth, trust that it's going to work because it does and because the science is there. But the minute people begin to politicize things, a lot of this goes back to vaccines and the va anti-vaxxer movement. But, but um, the minute people begin to politicize uh, the science politicize um, the information. That's when you begin to have a breakdown culturally. You know. A breakdown on a societal level. People spreading misinformation. Uh, people getting on Facebook and, and blasting uh, people like Fauci. They have no idea. They didn't know this guy, never knew this guy until he came out. And all of a sudden he's, he's the devil. You don't know how many comments I've seen uh, where people, people say, I didn't trust this guy. There was something about this guy. I didn't trust him from the beginning. Blows my mind.
So yeah, there's a spread of misinformation out there. And uh, it stems from how the Trump administration has completely mishandled this whole thing. I don't know. Why do we allow that to happen? Why do we fall for that stuff? Why do you fall for it? Science is science. You know? Here's the thing you got to know. No scientist is going to tell you um, that conclusions are always absolute. Things can change. The best that they can do, and this is what uh, Fauci said to Rand Paul, the best that I can do is give you my best analysis of the situation, my educated, informed opinion about what's happening here. That's the best I can do. Why don't we accept that? 